At the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. There's only 24 hours in a day. I got a pair of earbuds and I wish there was a way that I could know just what I want to listen to. There's 150,000 shows that I'm not sitting through. Welcome to Pod on Pod, a guide to the world of podcasts because it's not your daddy's radio. We're your hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Joel. And uh, this is Pod on Pod. Every week on Pod on Pod, we discuss a different podcast, reviewing it for you, breaking it down, talking about the audio quality, the host likability, the production values, and the content. We give you some of our favorite moments, and then we uh, give it an overall rating, trying to help you find your next favorite podcast. There's a million great podcasts out there, and there's a million terrible podcasts, too. I'd rather spend my time listening to the... At the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. Good ones. What about you? It depends on if I can trick someone into listening to a bad one. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. People are going to second-guess our reviews now. Stop that. Uh, this week on Pod on Pod, we're talking about Polygon's Quality Control. It's a video game podcast from Polygon.com. Uh, you can find it directly by going to Polygon.com slash quality-control or just searching for Quality Control on SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, pretty much anywhere podcasts are found. No, I could not find it on Stitcher. Really? You had to... you. you you couldn't find it at all in Stitcher? No, I used Podcast Addict. For this Look one. at that. It's not available on Stitcher, or at least uh, isn't currently available on Stitcher. Or I'm just too dumb to find it on Stitcher. I Well, sometimes I think the shows that are on SoundCloud, a lot of those, I don't think they end up submitting them to Stitcher because the what they do is just anywhere where they would have used Stitcher, they just use the SoundCloud embed link. So you can sort of play it on any device. I, I That's an anecdotal thing. That That's not really about this podcast. What is this show? Well, very simply, it's a video game review show. Kind of. Uh, well, it's much more a video game review show than the Indoor Kids, which we, we have reviewed previously. Sure. That's about video games. Sometimes. This is always about video games. It is. It's not always a review. Well, so this is pretty unique, and it's a very small um, it's a very small difference, but I think it's a very important one. It is a chat with a video game critic or a video game reviewer that they then discuss that person's review. 
Yes. Uh, Justin McElroy is the host. Does that make sense? Did that make sense? Yeah, no, it may, makes okay. perfect sense. I think you were spot on. Justin McElroy is the host. He's also, of course, one of the members of My Brother, My Brother and Me, which we have uh, reviewed previously. I think that was episode 20, episode 30, something like that. Uh, he's the managing editor of Polygon. He says that means that I get out of the way of smart people for a living. What he does is he interviews and discusses with the person responsible for writing the individual review yes. about that particular thing. And he often, by the t- because it's, let's say, four days, five days, a week after the review has been posted on the website, so he's had comments or questions from listeners and, and readers of the website since then as well. Which is a really great idea. It's really cool. It's um, I don't really enjoy reading reviews, right? I know we're doing a review show. And I don't really enjoy listening to review shows. What I do like is listening to why somebody felt that way or why somebody reviewed it that way, which I think we do a pretty good job of explaining why we like a show or why we don't like a show instead of just we like it or we don't like it. Yeah, I I think that's one of the reasons why our show's you know roughly about thirty minutes in length. If we if we just reviewed the show, we could do that in five minutes. Yeah, I could tell you whether I liked it or not, and tell you what it is and then we'd be done but for but for um for someone who has critiqued a video game to be able to then have a platform and say you know it's a um you know this game's a a a monotonous it's a grind this game is made for grinding but the way that you grind makes it worth doing to a lot of video games it's not worth the grind We've got the perfect thing for you in case you're like me and you've been procrastinating on getting a present for your mom or your wife. Or maybe you need a present. Whatever it is, we've got the thing for you. It's Stitchville Post, and this episode is brought to you by Stitchville Post. You can go to bit.ly slash Stitchville or find links on our website or in the show notes to this episode. But Stitchville Post is a great new service that brings your local yarn shop. That's the L-Y-S. And if you're a crafty person, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It brings the L-Y-S at your address. And and that means that you can get a cool new project and all of the supplies you'll need right to your mailbox every month. Again, you can just go to bit.ly slash Stitchville and sign up right there. Choose a plan, either crocheting or knitting. And you can also choose how often you want to receive a, a plan. If you just want to do it for a month to try it out, or you can sign up for three months at a time or six months. And uh, because of those uh, larger plans, you'll get a reduced monthly rate. Check it out today. Sign up and you can get some of the coolest knitting, sewing, and crocheting projects, along with exclusive coupons and surprises right to your door. Every single month, you're going to get a pattern, uh, all of the appropriate supplies to complete that pattern, a surprise notion, and a valuable coupon as well. If you live outside the area, that coupon will be for the Etsy store. If you live in and around North Louisiana, you can get coupons to go straight into Stitchville and their location in Ruston. Check out bit.ly slash Stitchville to sign up for Stitchville post today. Stitchville Post, it's an LYS at your address. So the episodes are generally between 15 and 25 minutes in length. I don't think there's any that I've ever listened to that were longer than 30 at least. Uh, the one problem that I have with it is it's a little irregular. They don't put up an episode necessarily every week or two every week. They end up somewhere between like, let's say four and six a month. But what they effectively do is they put them up Whenever the reviews are up and they get to talk to the reviewer afterwards. So it's, well, it's thought, a little I thought irregular. About that. I thought about 
that while listening to this show. And what you're not getting is you're not going to have uh, a lot of episodes of old games. Like they're not going to review games. Really, you're not, they're not going to talk about games that came out two years ago, three years ago. They're not going to talk about games that came out in the 80s, really, unless it's anecdotal. So that's that's my one big critique of, of this show is they're really only going to be talking about games over the last three or four months at a time. And those yeah. come out seasonally, really. Yeah, I do. I do wonder if there's not the opportunity for retro shows over time. Yeah. If it's successful, if Polygon is is having success with this show, and and if they want Justin to expand it, or or maybe Griffin to get involved, or something, and they add some of the other because Griffin also works for Polygon. If they add some of the other editors in, then potentially they could expand it and do some of these. Like I've seen the like Let's Play videos or. The Weekly Planet guys have a video series on YouTube called Never Go Back, I think is the name of that. And it's where they play an old video game and they sort of make fun of how terrible they are now. Uh, but I, I think there's definitely room for that. And I I, I enjoy the format. I enjoy I the leisurely conversation and the uh, – they are, by the way, occasionally uh, explicit. The uh, the re, the, the reviewer – Do they? Do I they have a mark? I believe they have it marked as R. Yeah, when the, when the reviewer curses – then there is cursing. <laughs> I listened to several where there were and several where there weren't. So it's kind of uh, haphazard that way. But uh, let's let's start breaking this thing down. Audio quality. I, th- I thought it was great. Um, very good mics on both ends. They are not recording locally because no. uh, Justin is almost always in West Virginia and the rest of these guys are wherever they happen to be. But they do a good job. They record at both ends and the, the editing Did is fairly – Did you listen to the Mortal Kombat episode? Mortal Kombat X? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I listened to that. Yeah. I didn't have a problem with it. Really? Did I know? Did I overlook really? something? What did I overlook? I don't know. How about that damn dog that won't shut up? <laughs> um, I, I didn't. That's know. not even close to pleasant. I didn't notice to it that to. it went. I didn't notice that really? it went on very long. I really didn't know. Did you even notice that they mentioned it? Uh, I do remember somebody saying something about yeah, the dog kept barking. I'm trying to think. This was like the most recent episode, of Mortal Kombat X. No, it's not the most recent. Well, there's Blood Bloodborne was the most recent, but right. Mortal Kombat was before that. Yeah, I know I listened to both of those. Huh. I don't know. I that didn't... dog just is mind-numbingly yappy. <laughs> All right. So in one episode, but generally do you, how was the audio quality for you? Oh, it's fine. All right. Host like ability. <laughs> Host like ability. What you but think about? But when it's bad, it's real bad. <laughs> what do you think about Justin as the anchor for this? You got you got nothing. All right then, Justin McElroy, man, is he not? He he is your least favorite McElroy brother, is he? Yeah, we've talked about this. He is my least favorite McElroy brother. <laughs> I, I, it's been a long time since we reviewed Mabimba Bam. It's I, I forget. I, I I care a lot about all the McElroy brothers, so uh, so I don't have that bias like you do. I don't I don't. I don't choose. It my ain't favorite Griffin. Macaroni. It ain't Griffin. I don't give a damn. <laughs> I think he does a great job uh, as he does on the site. I read Polygon. No, it was really. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be honest. It was. It was very interesting listening to like I guess professional. Yes, professional Justin as yes, opposed to as goof Justin. Uh, yeah, that was real because oh man, there'd be like sometimes they were talking about something, and just because I've listened to so much Mabimba Bam, I'd be just waiting for a goof and every once in a while it happens but the funny thing is whenever it happens and this is one of my we're going to get into my favorite moment okay whenever it happens the person he's interviewing 
typically ignores it. <laughs> so my favorite um, my favorite moment comes from um, they're talking about uh, the Master Chief collection that came out. Okay. Okay. This is Halo. Yes, Halo. All right. And the guy's talking about uh, which you would probably like because I don't really understand a whole lot of it. Uh, you know, 1080p and what the difference is and the frame rates. You, you know, all, all that old Halo games are done on 30 frames to where the now new they're all games 60. are 60. Right, and so that does affect some stuff, right? And the guy goes on how they had they completely remastered everything and redid the music and sound effects, and they had a company um, company come on and help out with that blur. Blur. Yeah. What what would you expect to hear from a McElroy after somebody says blur? Woohoo! And he does it. <laughs> right? So and and I knew it was coming. Like as soon as he said blur, I was like, Oh, this is he's about to woohoo. Right? Just because people like that you hear that, it evokes the song, you do it in your head. I the only the, I don't do it with blur and woohoo. I really? anytime yeah no I can't hear the name Ira Ray though without going. Who wants to know? Who wants to know? Well, he said so. He says blur. Uh, Justin says woohoo, kind of weak, right? Like, He's a little unsure of himself, right? Little unsure, but the guy doesn't even acknowledge it, <laughs> and they just go on like it never happened. Like like that that was never even in the audio. That's amazing. Um, so, uh, so that's our host likability. We talked about audio quality, production values. Uh, you, the theme song is really, really good. I love the theme song. It's very catchy. Okay, this could just be my device, and I listened to a lot of this in the car. So, it's, the show is called Quality Control. Yes. Did you find that at the beginning, and and that sometimes it was clipped, or sometimes like sometimes I'd get, sometimes I'd get. Austin McElroy, and this is quality control. Oh, yeah. Like uh, I have – yes, I think once or twice the the, his, the intro was clipped. Yes. Well, the intro is clipped or something's a little wonky to begin with and, and, I, and I was like, is he savvy enough to, <laughs> to, to be making a joke? To be making a joke. Because like, they've got no quality control on the show, quality control. Right. And then they're going to follow – like that sounds like something he would do. Uh, maybe a little bit, yeah. Maybe a little bit, even while he's playing professional uh, Justin. Uh, the, so what he does is they it, generally he says, uh, you know, today on quality, today on Polygon's quality control, we're going to be talking to uh, Griffin McElroy, the reviewer of Curse of the Rainbow Kirby or whatever, and this is Polygon's quality control and the do 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 little theme song and then right into the show. The one argument that I've got against this whole show, really, the my one knock against it, is the fact that they go too long on the theme song. Really, I thought, and I know, I know, listeners right now are yelling at their at their uh, iPods and their iPhones and their and their uh, Bluetooth. Uh, players and whatever else they're listening to this on because our show has a ridiculously long theme song in comparison to most podcasts. We've got – it's like 40 seconds almost before we start talking. I like long theme songs. It's a great theme song that we have and I think there's nothing wrong with listening to it. But the Polygon quality control theme song, there are no lyrics. No. It's a very repetitive melody. Yeah. And while it's very pleasant – it goes on long. I want to get to the show. I'm done now with the dude. Dude, it's only like a 30-minute show at most. Enjoy it. Yeah, it's a 30-minute show, and the theme song is like 45 seconds. <laughs> Stop it. That's too much. What's, what's the proportion of that, huh? 
how many proportions of your how many how many what's the percentage of a uh, podcast that is theme song in that case one thirtieth <laughs> all right fine uh We've already talked about the content. It's an in-depth discussion of a single video game between Justin McElroy, the host, and the reviewer of that game for Polygon.com. You gave one of your favorite moments already. Uh, Any of the episodes where Justin's brother Griffin, another editor on Polygon.com, when he comes on, those are my favorite. They talk often about Nintendo and Nintendo consoles. There was a great episode uh, that I listened to with um, the two of them discussing the new Nintendo 3DS XL. And one of my favorite moments came from that because Justin and Griffin both are ticked off, as was I, and I don't even have one of these. This is, this is the hand go, handheld video game system from Nintendo. I don't have one of these, but I was mad because Nintendo didn't bring the regular new 3DS to America. They only brought the XL. The XL doesn't have the switchable faceplates. You could put on like fancy backplates that come in all these different designs and stuff. You could buy them with all your favorite Nintendo characters on them. In Japan, they don't come that way stateside. And both the guys were talking about uh, they were mad about that. And then they also acknowledged how ridiculous it is that they're mad since they're both grown men. Okay. You got any other favorite moments? Uh, n- no, but something I did realize watching this show and and what uh, must drive our uh, listeners nuts or delights them to no end is I only play – I play very few, very, very few video games, right? I can count them on one hand. So I keep waiting like – I keep waiting for a video game that I enjoy for them to to review and then I came to the sad conclusion of – all the video games that I play came out years ago, and they're not going to review them. And you like, play Destiny. That's a new one. Have they not reviewed Destiny? No, which means they're probably not going to. Hmm. Yeah, maybe they're they're a fairly new podcast. Maybe 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 Destiny was already out. I guess. Yeah. Huh. All right. I think the next game you play. They will review probably. So I'm sure people people listen to our show and they're like, man, when are they going to get to the podcast that I like? <laughs> and Griffin uh, – not Griffin. Was it a Griffin one? I don't think it was a Griffin one. Um, so it had to have been Justin points out, you can never go wrong by overpraising a game even if you're the only voice doing it. Because people who really like and enjoy that video game are going to have your back. And the people who hate it aren't going to care enough to attack you about it. But if you bag on a video game that everyone likes, people who are in love with something are much more ready to defend that love than they are to defend that hate. I I think that's the Rob has a podcast story. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was interesting. Very much so. All right, let's get to our overall rating for this show. Uh, well, I'll quick give you an elevator pitch for this one. No time to read video game reviews, but you want to know all about the latest games? Listen to Quality Control from Polygon. Uh, overall rating, I'm going to give this one 2.0. I love it. I listen to it every week. Uh, well, not every episode, actually. I occasionally, there's a game I'm not remotely interested in, 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 and 
a game I'm not remotely interested in, and a reviewer that I don't particularly care for, and I'll dump that one. But most of these episodes I listen to, whether I've ever played the game or ever wanted to play the game or not. I'm giving it a uh, – because I enjoyed it, but again, they're not really reviewing a whole lot of real games that, that I like. Um, and it's also very sporadic which systems they review as well. Um, so I'm giving it a one. Fair enough. All right, let's move on to listener feedback. You mentioned in last week's episode that you're no longer giving uh, half earbuds uh, after some listener feedback, and this is where Correct, that comes from. Correct, and I from. didn't do it on this one either. I know. Uh, this is from Jay McCracken. He says, I'm glad to have found you guys. I actually hope not to subscribe to any more podcasts. 42 is quite enough. It's nice to know it's not just a professional uh, uh, hazard uh, of you and I that we subscribe to so many. Normal people do that, too. Uh, but I love hearing you guys discuss the shows that I often feel alone in appreciating. Thanks for consistently contrasting the terms podcast and episode. Everyone else in the world seems to use podcast to mean both, analogous to the uh, TV, radio show, and episode dichotomy. And it drives me nuts. Yours is the meta podcast, however, and as its hosts, your words carry extra authority. I'm glad we're on the same side. Do you have an opinion on this, people that use podcasts to mean an episode of a podcast as well? Here's how dumb I am. I would have never thought to do it any other way. Like I would have, th- I would have never thought to use podcast to mean singular episodes of podcasts. Well, he, he gives an example. People do that with TV shows all the time. I was watching a TV show, and they either mean I was watching Smallville, or I, they mean I was watching Smallville Season 3, Episode 19. And they mean both sometimes, and they mean either sometimes. TV show is used to mean both the series and the episode often. Okay, here's the thing. I think this is going to fall into my southern handicap. Okay. Because I say Coke. And when I say Coke, I mean all carbonated beverages. (laughs) But still, knowing that, I would have never thought to just refer – I would have never thought to not to say it was an episode. Speaking of which, that's it's so uh, fortuitous because that's his next point. He says, "I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful to you for showing me just how prejudiced this Midwestern guy unknowingly was. Upon first hearing Josh's voice, I immediately tuned out everything he said except for things that confirmed my biases, such as the fact that he and I rarely agree on anything." But the premise and the quality of Pod on Pod made me stick with it. And I gradually came to appreciate Josh as not a yeehaw sidekick, but a very intelligent guy. Okay, let's not let's not <laughs> let's not fence here. I am a yeehaw sidekick. You're also an intelligent guy. <laughs> <laughs> he says uh he may be wrong most of the time, ha, huh? but at least he's thought through his opinions before speaking them, and that's a rare virtue in today's world. Pod on Pod has taught me, albeit unintentionally, how to be less closed-minded, and that's something no other show or person has been able to do. Well, uh, thanks. He says, regarding Josh's positivity or negativity, maybe it's because Joel so rarely expresses criticism that Josh's is more visible. I, I tend to be, I think, a pretty sunny person in general on podcasts on this show. It's the it's rare that I decide to come out of the box and be the bad cop. Do you agree with that or disagree? I th- here's what I think. I think because you are the ho- really the host carrying the show, right? And because you have a 
pretty smooth delivery, right? Like you've learned because you're a, a DJ, like you do this for a living. Um, you, you've learned what kind of channel to stay in when it comes to your vocal dynamics, right? And I don't. So even when I'm – So I'll break out of that channel, either talk too fast or talk too high-pitched or talk too low-pitched or I pop my peas, which drives me nuts. And I'm sorry to everybody who catches <laughs> me doing it. I try very hard not to pop the peas. Um, but because vocally I'm probably all across the board, anything that I have to say positively – or negatively will come off much more jarring than if you were to say something positive or negative because you have the ability to be positive or negative and still keep that same tone. So I think I think you camouflage your negativity because I feel you are by far <laughs> the more negative one. I think you might be onto something. If you uh, – you know, we recently reviewed – the self-indulgent podcast and they talked about us uh, on the episode after we had reviewed them their next episode they discussed our they sort of reviewed our review is that actually uh, I thought it was pretty nice they I think they were mostly in on the joke and we had a lot of nice things to say about them they were very fond of those nice things that we said not so fond of our negative things but Sean the host in particular he made the point that he thought I was trying to be nice, that I was trying to contain how much I disliked them and their show. And I don't know that I, w- I don't know that I, it was, I was all in the that same bad. studio. I know that you were. <laughs> a little bit I was. He's right. I was. I was trying to be a little positive. I was always looking on this, you know, the bright side of life. That's all. Uh, but no, I do a little bit of that, I, I, I suppose. Uh, McCracken continues here. He has one complaint. And that's that's that there's no such thing as half an earbud. Completely agree. An image of half a star is still recognizable as such. But what would half an earbud even look like? A string. <laughs> and on the other end, could be a tampon. You don't know. <laughs> uh, great show, guys. And I love the shirt. I'll get my order in soon. By the way, if you haven't shopped, go to shop.podonpod.com. You can buy T-shirts. You can buy mugs. You can buy travel mugs. You can buy iPhone cases and Samsung Galaxy cases and all sorts of fun stuff. Shop.podonpod.com. So that's a good plug, and I'm glad you do it because I always feel awkward. Like I don't even tell people I know that we have merchandise. I don't even <laughs> tell my friends. I don't. Well, who, I don't, I don't who tell I my know friends. would buy something, who I know would snag a T-shirt just to support their friend. I don't even tell them that we have merch. I know it's weird, uh, but to make me feel better, I just want to point out that I that I'm wearing. My IVMB hoodie because it's a little cold in the studio. That's very, very, very true and and uh, uh, very fitting. Yes, so support your favorite podcaster by uh, uh, buying some merch. I, you know, it's not just us. It's not just IVMB. Lots of pod, uh, lots of podcasts do T-shirts and stuff. It's a good way to not only is it a way to put a few bucks in your pocket, but it's also a good way to show your support for the podcast in person. Like you're sharing it every time you yeah, go. Yeah, don't. I'm never going to pay for a podcast. Like. I'm still listening to IVM for, for free, <laughs> but I will pay for a hoodie <laughs> yeah. that just happens to have your logo on it. Uh, 
hey, look, if I'm buying a hoodie, it's going to have somebody's logo on it. Yeah. May as well be somebody I actually like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So uh, go get your hoodie or your T-shirt or your uh, iPhone case at pod on pod, shop.podonpod.com or at ivnv.com. You can buy their stuff, too, if you listen to uh, the, the Cubs podcast. All right. Uh, that was uh, Jay McCracken from Evanston, Illinois. Thanks, uh, Jay, for writing in, and thanks for checking out our show. Thanks for keeping up with us. Thanks for buying our merch, bud. Next week on Pod on Pod, what are we going to review? Have you thought about it? You got another show? I know what I want to do. I want to do Plumbing the Death Star. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we can do that because they're they're going to have a couple of Avengers episodes, I think, this week. All right, so next week on Pod on Pod, we're going to be talking about uh, uh, an Australian show, a show that I listen to a ton and that you have been uh, prompted by me to check out for a while. So we're finally going to get to it and review it officially. It's called Plumbing the Death Star. It's from Sans Pants Radio, which is the best network name I've ever heard of. That's uh, funny. Whenever I had to do... Um so this is even going back to high school. Uh, for a speech class in high school, we'd have to um, make these like commercials or make these videos. And I think we had to make four of them mm-hmm. over the course of the year. And mine, uh, I, I made a little thing called Drop Pants Productions. <laughs> there you go. See, so you're right. Yeah. You're right on board. All right. So check that one out, Plumbing the Death Star, and come back next week for our review as uh, we break it down for you here on Pod on Pod. Until then, we've been your hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Joel. And this has been the podcast. Pod on Pod is a proud member of the ProCast Network, a Procreate production. Procreate is a community of artists in film, music, the digital arts, and the fine arts that helps them connect and collaborate on projects. You can find out more at teamprocreate.com. Also be sure to check out one of our other great shows like Movie Buzzed. The Movie Buzzed podcast is exactly what it sounds like. It's a place for friends to get together, watch a good movie, and catch a good buzz. Every episode, your host, Zach, will be joined by a special guest or five to have some fun. Whether it's pop culture, movie trivia, random rants about politics, or reading comments from astrophysicists, Movie Buzzed is where you'll find your friends and a good buzz waiting for you. Our musical guest this week is Waith.
people have always told me I can be a bit wary of modern things. Very true. So, when Jane suggested selling the house with purple bricks, I weren't happy. No, you weren't. You see, I don't like technology. I don't like the internet. I don't like moving house. I don't like their adverts. I don't I don't like purple. Luckily, I don't listen to him, and our estate agent, Emma, were perfect. She gave us her actual mobile number. She was always available. Fine. They were great. Still don't like purple. Purple bricks. You'll be totally sold. Fixed fee payable on instruction or after 10 months. Viewing services cost extra. See website for more details. At the Bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly to all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage.